0: Today's reading is Colossians 4. Masters, supply your slaves with what is right and fair, since you know that you also have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, as you pray also for us, that God may open a door for the word, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may declare it clearly, as I should. Act wisely toward outsiders, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Tychicus will tell you all the news about me. He is a beloved brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know about us, and that he may encourage your hearts. With him I am sending Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you about everything here. My fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have already received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justice, also sends greetings. These are the only Jews among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, so that you may stand mature and fully assured in the full will of God. For I testify about him that he goes to great pains for you and for those at Laodicea and Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas send you greetings. Greet the brothers in Laodicea, as well as Nympha and the church that meets at her house. After this letter has been read among you, make sure that it is also read in the church of the Laodiceans and that you, in turn, read the letter from Laodicea. Tell Archippus, see to it that you complete the ministry you have received in the Lord. This greeting is in my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. This is God's word. This chapter began by continuing to describe how being raised with Christ and setting our minds on things above changes our daily lives. Being raised with Christ, of course, was the subject of the previous devotional, and more importantly, the subject of Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. So this chapter continues what was started there. After applying this truth to masters in chapter 4, verse 1, the scripture turned to our prayer lives in verses 2 through 4 and how we share the gospel in verses 5 and 6. The rest of the chapter was concluding personal remarks, that's verses 7 through 18, and that closed the book. For our instruction today, let's turn to verses 5 and 6 which says in the NIV's translation, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. These verses speak to us about how we speak with unbelievers. Verse 5 encouraged us to be wise. The word wise simply refers to skill. In the Old Testament, God called some men who were wise in craftsmanship, to create furniture for him in his tabernacle. You can see Exodus 31 verses 1-5 through for that. Here the wisdom we're commanded to have refers to the soft skill of communication. Part of our faith, the result of being raised with Christ, means learning how to skillfully talk, how to skillfully communicate with unbelievers about Christ. Verse 5b encourages us to think about talking with unbelievers as an opportunity that we should make the most of. In addition to understanding the gospel message well enough to explain it clearly to someone else, we need to develop our conversational skills so that we can speak of Christ in ways that draw the interest of unbelievers. That's really what this verse is describing when it says, Be wise in the way we act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Think about how Jesus skillfully spoke with Nicodemus, the woman at the well, and others about himself. He did not use a canned speech, a one-size-fits-all approach to the gospel. Instead, he engaged the other person at the level of their interest and then led them to see that they needed him. What does this kind of evangelistic conversation look like? Verse 6 says, it is always full of grace. Grace, of course, is an undeserved gift. In evangelistic conversations, we want to get to God's grace to tell people what Christ can give them by faith. But I think Paul means more than just filling our conversation with God's grace. I think he means that the tone of our conversation is giving. It's gracious to the unbeliever so that the unbeliever understands that we actually have something great to offer them. We have hope and joy and peace to offer in Christ. We can show unbelievers how to truly know God, so the way we speak to them should be inviting encouraging them to taste and see that the Lord is good and that we can take refuge in Him, as Psalm thirty-four eight says. Verse 8 here in Colossians 4 tells us that these conversations should be seasoned with salt. Again, the image is that our talks with unbelievers are stimulating and pleasant. It might be taking the salt image too far, but what if seasoned with salt means that our talks with unbelievers makes them thirsty to know more about Jesus, so they'll want to talk with us again about him in the future. Of course, we don't ignore the problem of sin or give unbelievers reassurances that everything will be okay whether they believe in God or not. That's not what's meant by gracious conversation. But instead, we must show them the possibility of a better life, the ability to know God, to feel that he is listening to us in prayer the opportunity to understand why the world is so beautiful but also so broken, and how the world that Christ promised will be the perfect one that we all deeply crave. What would you need to do to be able to speak the gospel to unbelievers like this? Have you read any books about it or taken a class to learn how to engage in a spiritual conversation like this? This is part of growing in grace, learning to speak gracefully to unbelievers about the grace of God. May God give us opportunities to hone our skills in evangelism, and opportunities to practice those skills among unbelievers with hungry hearts. If you found this devotional helpful, please sign up to receive it in your email every day by going to dailypbj.com/slash subscribe. Subscribing is free, and every day one of these devotionals will show up in your inbox and it'll help you to stay on track and have a daily walk with God. I'm also looking for financial support. Please go to dailypbj.com support for that. Also, please share this with someone who might grow from it, and I'll see you next time.